0: Hello everybody, welcome to the House of Commentary. Today we're going to give our reactions to Gareth Southgate's announcement yesterday of the England squad that is going to be going to the Qatar 2020 World Cup. And with me to discuss the announcement is Stats.
1: Hello everybody.
0: And we're going to be going through the um, squad, hopefully um, have a few insights. And who knows, if you agree with us, please leave a comment. Also remember to subscribe. Click on that subscribe button. It helps us, and it helps us provide a better service to you. So thank you. So stats yesterday, Gareth Southgate. We waited we bated breath for his announcement. Indeed, everybody, we did. everybody was hoping their favourite player was going to be included. Obviously, that wasn't the case in some because uh, it can't. You can only have um. Sorry, you can only have twenty six players, isn't it? 26. Yes, yes, indeed. So. Um, do you want to go through the squad and just let's tell go. us yeah go, let's go through the squad who are the goalkeepers who So the choose?
1: goalkeepers Jordan Pickford, Nick Pope, Aaron Ramsdale which we all knew.
0: Yeah, yeah that, that I think was a done deal. Um in fact one of the big questions I think will be that when he does um play his first game which is against Duran and which I will have a further comment on um will he play Aaron Ramsdale or will he play Jordan Pickford?
1: My guess is Jordan Pickford because he seems to be the main star for the goalkeeping.
0: I think you're right. I think even though Aaron Ramsdale is the goalkeeper at Arsenal who have had a phenomenal season, um, yeah, it's, in some respects it is a bit of a pity he's not going with the the goalkeeper that's actually uh, doing the absolute outstanding best in terms of all the other goalkeepers in the uh, Premiership. But anyway, who, so that's the goalkeepers. Now we come to the defenders.
1: Yes, yeah, so so main question is Harry Maguire. Well, let's
0: see who who are the who are the people who he chose.
1: Harry Maguire, Luke Shaw, Eric Dyer, John Stones, Carl Walker, Kieran Trippier, Connor Cody, Ben White, and Trent Alexander Arnold.
0: Oh wow! Okay, that's that's really interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we'll talk about Harry Maguire a bit later on. Uh, yes. And who who are the midfielders?
1: Judith Bellingham. Mason Mount, Conor Gallagher, Declan Rice, Jordan Henderson, and Calvin Phillips.
0: Well, there are a couple of surprises in there as well, so we'll talk about those. And who are the strikers?
1: James Madison, Phil Foden, Jack Grealish, Harry Kane, Bakayo Saka, Raheem Sterling, Callum Wilson, and Marcus Rashford.
0: Definitely one or two there that I would want to talk about. Okay. So, when he, we actually looked at this um, announcement yesterday, what was your initial impression?
1: I was actually quite shocked that Southgate didn't put Ivan Tony in because he's played more matches compared to Rashford.
0: Yeah, he's, he's actually done very well. Have you got any stats for, for us regarding the comparison between Rashford and Ivan Tony? I
1: have. So, goal scored, Tony 8, Rashford 4.
0: Wow, okay, so... and then
1: with the assists, they're both equal on two.
0: Oh, wow, so actually, Tony has scored more than double the number of goals. Okay, they're equal on assists, but at the end of the day, you're a striker, you want to score goals, isn't it? Definitely, yeah, so it is a bit strange. And also, Rashford, I think, for the beginning of the season, hardly did anything, so he's only scored a couple in the last uh, few games,
1: yeah. And though, and we're, to speak, talking of Rashford. The only time I've seen Rashford on the pitch is when England were playing in the Nations League.
0: Yeah, he's been very hes has been almost invisible for most of the season. Um the last couple of games for United he did do well. But um it's a bit weird, isn't it? it, it, yeah. it is, I, I don't know about you, but I think it was really unfortunate that Ivan Toney wasn't given a chance to play in the uh friendlies.
1: I agree as well, because he's. because I remember we were watching the thinking why would Celtic pick a player but not even include him in the starting eleven?
0: Yeah, especially somebody who like Tony, who has done so well. Um, I really feel sorry for the guy. I think Brentford um, will probably be sitting there, the manager of Brentford saying, "Okay, he's not going. That means he's not going to get injured. So when he comes yeah. back, he's going to actually, uh, when they get, when the league starts up again, he's going to be in brilliant form." Um, but part of me, part of me is wishing. The the last game of the season uh, before they go is this weekend, and I really hope he scores a lot of goals.
1: I hope so as well, just to prove Safke wrong.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that so that was a, a bit of a shocker. The other thing that was good, I suppose, in some respects, was James Madison got included. Um, James Madison's had quite a good season, really. Have you got any stats about him, or have you got any idea of how well he's been doing?
1: unfortunately i didn't know all oh, right you we
0: didn't well i'll tell you he's actually one of the top players when it comes to assists he scored a fair number of goals but it's the assists that he's done he's done a lot of assists for leicester even though leicester are actually at the bottom of the table which
1: is unfortunate because because everyone still remembers when they won the premier league a couple exactly. of years ago
0: yeah in 2016 i think it was yes it was yes it yeah. was um but he he has been the informed player, so I think that's a good choice. I think I think Madison is a good choice, um, but Calvin Phillips is a bit of a strange one because he's actually been injured for quite a long time, and he's only played one game I think this season.
1: And and uh, Southgate thinks he's rec- he's uh, prepared to go to the World Cup.
0: Yeah, yeah. I have a fi- I have a feeling that um, he will risk him straight away. It wouldn't surprise me. I think he'll actually risk him straight away. So if, if he can handle the first game, chances are he can handle all of them. I think he's expecting to beat Iran. Um, so as a result, he thinks it's an easy game. So he'll just put in a, He'll put him in there. But it's a bit of a surprise because there are other players that could have been there. But hey-ho. Um, were there any other surprises amongst the forwards and the midfield players from your perspective?
1: So yeah, Conor Gallagher.
0: Yeah, that was I think that was a good choice for. I like Conor Gallagher.
1: Yeah, especially what he's done for Chelsea this year. Chelsea's
0: played really well he, and last year he had a fantastic season with mm. Crystal Palace. Absolutely phenomenal. In fact, it could be argued, it could be argued that if it wasn't for him, Crystal Palace would have been right at the bottom, the, near the bottom of the league last season. Uh he was so good.
1: Yeah, I think in terms of last year as well, it looked it looked like everything in Crystal Palace were the bomb too, that were on the brink yeah. of uh, relegation.
0: Yeah, and Colin Gallagher really did. He was fantastic. He helped keep them up. There's no doubt about that. And I think Crystal Palace would have loved to have kept him, but he's done well at um, he's done well at Chelsea. I mean, I remember him getting sent off, and it was a bit of a silly sort of error on his side. But other than that, he has been quite productive. I think. Um, looking at some of these, the uh, Players, I mean, they're all obvious, aren't they? Really, you know, Phil Foden, he's fantastic. Oh yeah, Jack- hat
1: trick, hat trick against Man um, United, I think yeah. it was.
0: I mean, he's he's just fantastic. Jack Grealish, fantastic. Harry Kane, obviously. He's going to be the captain. What's interesting is that, I don't know if you saw the news, that Conte, the Spurs manager, was saying that Harry Kane... is feeling was, fatigued. Yeah, yeah saw fatigued. that. Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? Yeah,
1: in days before the World Cup, you start to think, is he going to be fit enough or is the physical going gonna... to... Is the physical
0: effort going to be too much for yeah. him? That's really interesting, isn't it? That just before the World Cup, he's saying the guy's mega tired. Um, so maybe as part of the preparation for the World Cup, maybe they won't actually train so hard with Harry Kane. That's one of the things they might do. They might decide to take it a bit easy. And maybe that's what Conte meant. Saka from Arsenal has been had, he's had a very good season. Raheem Sterling's an interesting one because he moved from Man City to Chelsea at the beginning of the season. He did. And at Man City, his stats were amazing. Um, world what, class, in my opinion. Yeah, world class, without a shadow of a doubt. But, and he had a good start to the season with Chelsea. But he seems to have gone off the boil recently. He hasn't scored any goals.
1: No and 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 on the, yeah, and on top of that, I haven't seen Ray Sterling at all playing the last few matches.
0: Yeah, he hasn't really made an impact. It's really been strange. It's been strange. But having said that, um Chelsea have had a bit of a bit of a strange period the last few weeks because they did really well. Didn't lose start, at the beginning of the season, they were losing games. And then obviously they changed the manager. Who
1: was the manager again? So their previous manager was Thomas Tuchel. Yeah. Which was a shock because I did not expect them to sack Tuchel like that. Yeah, yeah. that was Especially a bit a when shock. he's done for the club.
0: Yeah, yeah. He had And he's had an amazing two seasons. So they got rid of him. They brought in Potter from Brighton. He stabilised everything. All of a sudden they stopped letting goals in and they started to do well in the Champions League as well. And they've done well there. Um... But the last couple of games, they've kind of gone off the boil. And it does make you wonder. You would think that as you're getting nearer to the World Cup, the, the players wanting to get into the actual World Cup squad would up their game. And Chelsea have got quite a few players, haven't they? have got uh, Mount, they've got Sterling, Conor Gaga. So that's, you know you would think that with those three there, they'd actually be really pushing to make sure their performance was high And they'll be showing it when um, they're playing uh, against all the other teams in the... um premiership yeah but I haven't seen that I haven't seen that mm. the other um so Saka's been brilliant Sterling bit of a strange one Callum Wilson from Newcastle and I'm asked to, that was interesting because he wasn't expected to get in yeah and he did and
1: I remember like watching the build-up they reckon they were saying he wasn't in the squad yeah and then and then at two o'clock he it was announced that he was in
0: yeah he I mean he's had a very good season Newcastle have been amazing
1: yeah. yeah, and they're currently third in the table.
0: Third, wow! Mm-hmm. I mean, that is—I mean, they, they've really, they've really sort of um, done so well. It's, and he scored goals as well. The main thing—he scored and he's assisted, which is good. And then there's Marcus Rashford, which we just discussed. About, no, I mean, I personally think Tony should have gone. What do you think?
1: I agree as well that Tony. I would have definitely put Tony above Rashford in yeah. the. Uh, is score, is there do? a
0: reason why you think it's just because he scores more goals?
1: Well, not only that, but also when that, you need a player that can just be there when the goals are needed, Antonio's that player. Yeah,
0: he de- he does actually. I mean, Brentford aren't as good as Manchester United, so in that environment, it's a tougher environment, and one could argue he should have um, been given a chance because he's unlike all the other players there. So he's an odd ball. They're willing to go with Madison because he's an odd ball. They should have gone maybe with with uh, Tony because he's an oddball. ball. Um, but the other thing about Rashford that I don't like is that he's only started to suddenly perform in the last couple of games. The whole season he's been sort of invisible, mm-hmm. and now all. And of they're a sudden,
1: getting into World Cup. He's like, it's like, uh, Aaron will puts him in.
0: Yeah, I think I think sometimes Southgate has this habit of, he's got he's got this this impression that he's almost frightened to not take players. And I think that he's... Marcus Rashford is one of those mm-hmm. players he's frightened of not choosing him. Looking at the midfield players, you've got Jude Bellingham, Mason Mount, Connor Gallagher, Declan Rice, and Jordan Henderson and Cal- Calvin Phillips. Phil Phillips, obviously, we talked about. You know, he's just come back from injury. You could argue that maybe he... Wa- that um, Because it's 26 players, he's allowed to take three extra players. No- normally it's 23. So maybe... Southgate's right to take some players who are injured or who are just coming back from injury in the hope that they'll be fit really enough, it... enough when they when they're needed. Um but I I think the I think that midfield is what you'd expect. Yes. Yeah. Um and Henderson being there, I think that's a good thing, uh, because you do need somebody who's uh, a captain in the midfield for his own club, but also who's got a lot of experience and he's got a lot of experience. Definitely. I, I think Declan Rice is the best player out of the bunch there, though.
1: I agree as well. Yeah.
0: And then we come with the defenders. I mean, the defenders. I mean, the main,
1: the main name that stands out to me is uh, Harry, Harry Maguire.
0: I mean, what is he doing there?
1: <laughs>
0: it's <laughs> unbelievable, isn't it? So give us some stats about Harry Maguire. How about I'll tell you what, how about we compare him with Connor Cody? Because no, okay. Connor Cody, not many people really think of him as being the England centre-back. So, but he's in the squad, which is great. He's had a really good season at Everton. Um, but it's really, I think, it'd be really interesting to compare Connor Cody's stats with Harry Maguire's.
1: So, so uh, the first thing that stands to me is the appearances. Right. So Connor Cody has thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Games. Com- and uh, Maguire's only had four appearances this see, season. Oh my god! <laughs> so basically, so it says a lot. Already. He's only been
0: sitting on the bench, basically, hasn't he? Yeah. He's only been a substitute. Which is really weird because one of the things that um, Southgate went to great lengths um, in stating uh, before the World Cup was that he was only going to take players who were in form. So how can you be in form if you can't even get into your own team or, or onto the field of play? So what other things are that stand out? So
1: there's the um, tackles. Okay. Conor has eight. Maguire only two.
0: Two. So out of four games, he's only done two tackles in four games. Yeah. That sounds like a player who's hardly getting into the game.
1: And yeah, and yeah, Southgate puts him in the squad.
0: Yeah, I know. It is quite incredible. Um And the other thing is Connor Cody is also, because he used to be captain of Wolverhampton, he is a very, very good captain. Wolverhampton, now that Connor Cody's gone, what's happened to Wolverhampton. The down at the bottom of the Premiership, yeah. <laughs> whereas before they were in the, like, the top seven, top, top eight. Top ten, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, so so that's really interesting. Now, Luke Shaw, I think he was a given who was going to be in there because mm-hmm. he did do well in the Euros as well, didn't he? So Luke Shaw did well. I think we all knew Eric Dyer from Spurs was going to be included.
1: Carl Walker was going to be included yeah, as well. Yeah, now that's
0: Carl Walker's interesting because he's... Um, Injured currently. He, yeah, he's currently coming away from his, his injury out. And there's one big name missing, and that's Rhys James.
1: Yes, who unfortunately picked up an injury just before the World Cup.
0: Yeah, but he also sent out a tweet saying that he should have been given time included in the squad because he he reckons he's going to be ready by. He could have been ready by the second or third game, Um, which is a bit naughty, really, if you think about it. It was
1: a bit. I was saying it was a bit cheeky of him. It
0: was. I think it was very cheeky. Actually, I think you're right. but he was desperate to get into the squad, wasn't it? Because his sister was actually in the England squad for the uh, Euros. Yes, yes, she was. Yeah, and she, oh, she, she's she got a gold medal. He's going to be thinking, God, she's got a gold medal. And when I am haven't. I going to get my <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and the, others, uh, the other good one, which I thought was a good choice, was Ben White from Arsenal. So Ben White has had a fantastic season. I mean, the Arsenal team has had a fantastic season. I think it's
1: probably the best uh, season so far compared to last year. Oh well,
0: for for quite a long time, yeah. yeah. Uh, over the last few years, it's been a phenomenal um, beginning to the season. But the other one that's really interesting, I think, is also Alexander Arnold.
1: Yes, who was also injured. Alexander Arnold.
0: Yeah, he was injured before. He's come back, and he wasn't in the. He wasn't included in the Euros because of the injury. I think is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. What was really interesting was that, and I don't even remember, but during the Euros um, or when they prior to him getting injured, there was a lot of thing. There's a lot being said that should he be in the squad because he's not that he's not a good defender, but he's a brilliant attacker. Yeah, he's very good at taking free kicks. He's very good at attacking down the wing, and a lot of people saying no, you he, know, he, he's not good enough because he can't defend. And this season, Liverpool have been doing really badly. And Which is a
1: shocker because there were contenders last year to win yeah, the whole thing. Yeah.
0: Um, in fact, I think it was, is that right? They were contending almost a four trophies, I think, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: the quadruple. Yeah,
0: wow, they could have got the quadruple. So the this season, they haven't been doing well. And the um, when you look at the games, Trent Alexander has made a lot of mistakes in, in defence.
1: He has. Yeah.
0: So it is and I think even some in some of the games he's been kind of um I think either dropped or just um not included in the squad and they've had Joe Gomez go in. And Joe Gomez has been really good, apart from his most stupid error against uh I forget who is it Newcastle or whatever, where he basically did the back pass without looking. Oh yeah, I remember and, that. And, and he, he just I went just total stupidity. Um I think I was against Brighton, sorry, I think it was against Brighton. Uh but you know that is just shows that they um can... Oh, it was Man City, wasn't it? It was Man City? I forget who it was. I forget who it was, but it's a really stupid back pass. People remember that, but they don't remember the fact that he's been playing really well. Really, really well. Yeah. And you think, OK, maybe if you want... You're going to be up against teams who are going to be attacking you left, right and centre. Don't you want to have somebody who's going to be a really good defender? It's one thing to have a good attacker... But they've brought Madison in. He's supposed to bring that additional threat in the midfield. Yes. Um, so isn't that going to be enough? So it is a bit weird. It is a bit weird. Um. So yeah. So the, that that you know the the squads. Is there is there anything you wanted to sort of bring up?
1: So while looking at the squad, most of the players in there actually were in the Euro squad last year. Yeah.
0: So they've got good experience. They've got good yeah. experience. So hopefully they'll, um, take the experience learn from it, and if they're given a chance, they'll actually play well. I think one of the problems in the Euros last year, I don't even remember... But Southgate was very reluctant to make any substitutions.
1: He was. It was always like with 20 minutes or 15 minutes to go that he would make the substitution. Yeah, and even
0: then, it would just be one substitution. He'd wait almost until the end of the game. I, I don't know if you remember in the final when literally he couldn't get three of his players on because he was waiting oh, so late. Oh, yeah. It was right at the end of the extra time that he finally managed to get the, the players on, like Rashford and. Um, uh, Jaden San uh, Sancho. Sancho. Now, do you think he should have been? Is he right to leave out Sancho? Do you
1: think? I think so because I haven't really seen Sancho much this season.
0: Yeah, he has. He's been invisible, hasn't he? He's, I mean, he's played a few. He's played. He's played quite a lot of games, but it's almost as though he's not making any impact. I know. I remember seeing him score one goal, but then, yeah, he's not really making impact. But having said that, United aren't exactly, you know, lighting the world up, are they? Nope. You know. Um, I mean, they lost to Aston Villa and Aston Villa sacked their manager, uh, Gerard because they weren't playing well enough. And next thing you know, they lose 3-1 to them. And even that one goal was an own goal by Aston Villa. <laughs> so it is a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. So so it's going to be really interesting to actually uh, see what happens. We'll, later on this week, maybe we'll go through the other squads because they've all been nominated now, yes. haven't they?
1: And the and there's and there were and I don't know if you heard, but there was a big surprise today. What was that? That Senegal now Samuel Mali was in the squad.
0: Really? Isn't he injured?
1: He is injured currently. Oh after, my a, after a match in Bayern Munich.
0: All right, so we're going to have to talk about that as well. So that that's that's going to be really interesting. And then obviously, as the game, as the World Cup progresses, we'll make a we'll have to do a few more commentaries and stats. You're going to come up with some new stats for us, yes? Oh, I, oh, I will. Excellent. Okay. And just to finish off, I know we're talking about the World Cup but obviously there's another big sport happening over the weekend oh, which is no. f1 uh,
1: yes for a second before you can say the icc with the oh t20 the icc world, world cup, cup of... final oh
0: my god yeah we'll talk about that oh my god you've got so many stats in your head yeah we'll talk about these two things very very quickly let's talk about the world cup um in uh, australia the tr- t20 uh, cricket H- who is the final between
1: so the final is between pakistan and england
0: and how did Pakistan who did they have to beat to get to this so
1: Pakistan would beat New Zealand
0: all right, and okay. then
1: obviously yesterday, England absolutely battered India ten wickets
0: read they won by ten wickets, yes, yeah, absolutely unbelievable, and it was very strange in the India were fantastic throughout the whole series. They were really on top game and, and, and then, then all of a sudden
1: game. come to semifinals, they just couldn't get it was like they got the runs. But they just couldn't get the wickets. Yeah,
0: yeah. They just couldn't get the two batsmen now. And England were fantastic. And not only did they win by 10 wickets, they actually won with four overs to spare, which is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm. So that's the, that, So we're going to be looking forward to that uh, on Sunday, isn't it? Yes. That's on Sunday. In fact, they've made a new rule change um, because they think it might rain. So they've introduced a reserve day for Monday. Ooh. So they're going to try to make sure there's a result because they don't want it just to be a draw.
1: Yeah, because if it was a draw, I reckon no, and nobody wants to draw between the two. So. Yeah,
0: nobody wants to draw. And what's the other big events happening over? So there? So this
1: weekend, there also happens to be this the F1 Grand Prix in Brazil, okay. and it's actually a sprint race to this weekend.
0: Really, a sprint race? Can you yeah. just te- can you tell the listeners what the sprint race is?
1: So, but, so with the sprint races, so normally in F1 there's the qualifying which determines the grid for Sunday. But to this week the, spr- the uh, qualifying actually determines where you're going to start in the sprint, and then the sprint is going to determine where you start in the race itself.
0: All right, so it's like an additional race on yes, the Saturday. Yes,
1: 26 lap race around right. the track. 26 laps? Yeah, no, it's a to- like, it's really it, it's long. It's long, it is long indeed.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and that's going to that's incredible, isn't it? And how many sprint races have there been this year?
1: Three races.
0: Three races, and do you know who's who's won these sprint races?
1: I know Verstappen's won two of them. Oh, so
0: he's won the the two? Yes. Oh, wow. That means that he's won for a hat-trick.
1: But having said that, Hamilton might just win the the spring race this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. In fact, wasn't he in the news for something else? He He
1: is. He recently became an honorary honorary citizen of Brazil.
0: Oh, wow. I wonder if he's had to change his passport or anything. No, he's probably just got a little piece of paper saying, I am a Brazilian so I can support Brazil in the World Mm. Cup if England don't do well. Yeah. So... OK, so that's, that's really good. And, and in terms of who you think might win this weekend for the F1? I,
1: I definitely think Mercedes have got the car to uh, beat Red Bull. Really? Because after, after Mexico, since America, they've just been literally on tail with them.
0: Really? So yeah. they're really close. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, we're going to look forward to... And the F1's on Sunday, isn't it? Yes. Is that, well, Sunday's a mega day of sport because the other thing about Sunday... It's going to be the, uh, but this weekend's also the last weekend for the Premiership Games before the World Cup. That's right. So this is a weekend of a lot of sports. So maybe on Monday or Tuesday we'll ha- we'll do a, a little session here as a summary for all our listeners to give bring them up to speed with what happened.
1: Indeed we will.
0: OK. So thank you very much for listening. Um, and we will get back to you at the beginning of next week. And it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from stats. Goodbye. Bye.